Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase and a member FDIC 2024 J.P. Morgan Chase and Co. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Pushkin. Hey, Loudest Girl listeners, Lauren here. I'm dropping into your feeds to share something special this week. Where There's a Will searches for the surprising places William Shakespeare shows up outside the theater. Host Barry Edelstein, artistic director of one of the country's leading Shakespeare theaters, asks what it is about Shakespeare that's given him a continuous afterlife in all sorts of unexpected ways. You'll hear Shakespeare doing rehabilitative work in a maximum security prison, in the mouths of U.S. presidents, and even at the center of a deadly riot in New York City. Join Barry as he uncovers the many ways Shakespeare endures in our modern society and what that says about us. In the preview you're about to hear, Barry meets children with a very special relationship to the bard, autistic kids who discover ways to express themselves through a writer from 400 years ago. Okay, here comes the preview. You can hear more episodes of Where There's a Will wherever you get your podcasts. It's a Saturday morning at the Old Globe. I'm here to meet Declan. I am a little nervous, but I'm generally feeling good. Okay, good. Well, we're going to get the nerves to go away in a second. Declan's 15, and he had a late night. There was a school dance. I didn't do much uh, d dancing, per se. I mean, I hope this isn't too controversial, but I'm not really a big fan of most of the music that they play at high school dances nowadays. And, like, it's always the same things. Like, could they at least not play different bad music this time, I wonder? 
I know Declan because he spent the summer enrolled in a program that the Old Globe runs for teens who want to learn about acting, theater, and specifically Shakespeare. Declan loves Shakespeare. I mean, loves him. So, um, I had my first encounter with Shakespeare, or my, my first Shakespeareance, if you will, um, that I can remember when I was 12. That Shakespeareance was when Declan performed in a student production of The Winter's Tale, one of Shakespeare's last and most moving plays. So, um, I played Autolycus. Autolycus is the comic lead. He's this small-time thief who wears disguises and runs schemes and even sings a little. And so we had the two weeks uh, to kind of schlock together a play and with language that I had never encountered. And that was really fascinating, quite difficult, but I, I really enjoyed it. And um, Atalicus was like a very fun character and it came to the performance and we were outside and I was hot and sweaty and bellowing out lines that I, I had no idea if the audience could understand. And I loved it. So that was my first uh, encounter with Shakespeare, yeah. How would you characterize what excited you about it when you were playing Autolycus? Shakespeare is just very unique, and, like, I can't really draw a comparison between working on his works and the works of any uh, other writer or genre or anything. So I may not even really have the words to describe working on Shakespeare, and that might be what, what I love about it. Declan protests too much. He really does have the words to describe it. It also connects to lar more largely what excites me in life and what I want to do with my life, which is theater, creativity. But also, like, Shakespeare is inescapable. You find it literally etched at the foots of statues. You uh, see it quoted at weddings. You see it on stages everywhere. Pretty much every respectable theater is, like, performing at least one Shakespeare play a season. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say that it's just... A big thing for me, I mean, it's a big thing for everyone. It has to be. You can't escape it, and who would want to? How does it make you feel when you have a private moment, sitting alone in your bedroom, sitting outside in a garden, leafing through some sonnet or something like that? What happens to you? I mean, it depends. There are certainly a lot of passages that, you know, kind of... I mean, they all kind of fill me with awe, but they're different strains of awe. I mean, sometimes it's it's comedy, but even those, oh, it's just so impressive. And often, even when it seems like a glib joke, it's usually saying something quite deep. Different strains of awe. I love that. When I hear Declan, at the ripe age of 15, talk about Shakespeare like that, I remember a line from The Merchant of Venice. I never knew so young a body with so old a head. But Declan's not the only teen with a deep connection to Shakespeare. There's something about this writer that speaks really powerfully, magically even, to young people. I'm Barry Edelstein, and I run the Old Globe in San Diego, one of the country's leading Shakespeare theaters. And this is where there's a will, finding Shakespeare, from the Globe and Pushkin Industries. Our show discovers Shakespeare in all sorts of unexpected places and asks what he's doing there and what his presence means about him and about us. My companion on this search for old William is a friend and colleague with their own deep interest in Shakespeare, a writer and director who works on stage, screen, and TV, M. Weinstein. Hi, M. Hi, Barry. It's so fun listening to Declan. He's an amazing guy. 
I was about his age when I first discovered Shakespeare, but I was way, way less articulate about why I loved the stuff. Well, I'm not sure I'm ready to believe that, Barry, but yes, Declan is remarkable. Though I must say, I'm not entirely surprised. I've done a lot of work on Shakespeare with young people, and the way they deal with him kind of blows me away, always. I couldn't agree more, because the work the Globe does with teens is some of the stuff I love the most. Anyway, it's the stuff that delights me the most. Like, I asked Declan what he thought it was about Shakespeare that moved him so. Just listen to his answer. Can you talk a little bit about what the language of Shakespeare and the text of Shakespeare is doing that engages you and moves you? Well. You have some with you? Uh, I have my uh, script uh, from Henry V. Lay it on me. And uh, here, can I take a minute to get my ducks in a row? Yes, sir. Do you have a passage you want to share? I'm not sure. I, I've been so busy, I didn't have a terrible amount of time to prepare for this. But I suppose just because I was I was reading it earlier and thinking about it, um, the passage that I uh, auditioned with was a monologue from uh, Act 2, Scene 2. Of Henry uh, V. Right, of Henry V. Okay. Um, when Henry V is essentially chewing out Cambridge's group and Gray for betraying him. Right. And uh, it's just a really... Um, powerful passage that spoke to me. Um, Should I, like, read it? Yeah, read some of it. Um, If you don't mind. See you, these English monsters. My lord of Cambridge here, this man and this knight for a few light crowns lightly conspired and sworn unto the practices of France to kill us here in Hampton. Oh, thou hast infected the sweetness of friendship. Seem men dutiful? Why, so didst thou. Seem they grave and learned? Why, so didst thou. Come they of noble family? Why, so didst thou. Seem they religious? Why, so didst thou. Arrest them to the answer of the law, and God acquit them of their practices. Wow. Bravo. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Declan is just great. What a wonderful reading of Henry. He'll play it for real at some point, I'm sure. Declan reminds me of so many of the teens I've done Shakespeare with. During the pandemic, I spent six weeks working with a group of 23 teenagers to reimagine Romeo and Juliet. I was scheduled to direct the play in person, and then when the world shut down, we pivoted to Zoom, and we made this sort of hybrid theater video digital production. And hearing the show in the mouths of young people in lockdown, isolated from their friends, watching the world crumble around them was truly humbling. They found so much humor in moments I never realized were funny, and they were so angry at the failures of the adults in the play, just as angry as they were with the adults failing them during COVID. I realized that Shakespeare is so powerful for teenagers because adolescence is really when society teaches us to not express that kind of anger, to not speak up, to not express our feelings, to suppress who we are. And Shakespeare's characters never do that. Like Romeo, he cries out, I defy you, stars. He just rails at the injustice of the universe. Exactly. When you're Romeo's age, you don't hold anything in. You you say what you feel, even if it's uncomfortable or gnarly or it's difficult to hear. For me, when I was a teen, and for the teens I worked with, Shakespeare's the sort of 
beautiful remedy. Society wants us to sit down and shut up, but Shakespeare demands the exact opposite. We think about Shakespeare being forced on teens in school, all dreary and boring in some English class to be suffered through. But Declan, and I think the kids you worked with, have found a way to love him on their own terms. The summer Shakespeare program that Declan was in at the Globe had about 20 other kids in it. They made their own production of Henry V, not just with the Shakespeare text, but with their own writing, too. Some of them composed music, some choreographed dance and movement. It was amazing. We'll hear about it, and we'll hear from some of the remarkable young people in it after a short break. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 